Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey there, Sidework listeners. Uh, we like to do this thing where we plug other podcasts we think you might really enjoy. Also because we tend to have the hosts on our podcast and you really, really like them. So we want to talk to you about TV Guidance Counselor, which you can find on iTunes and anywhere else you stream podcasts. So basically, here's the gist. Each week, Boston comedian Ken Reed welcomes a guest to discuss the difficult viewing choices of our collective past using back issues of TV Guide magazine. Uh, remember that from his personal collection as the gateway into our TV past. Uh, Ken's crazy. He owns every copy of TV guide ever printed. It's really, really fun. I went to do the podcast. He lays out an array for you to pick from decades, months, what have you. I picked uh, 1988. I was 10 years old and, uh, the Winter Olympics were happening. Miss Michigan was crowned. There was a lot of good stuff happening, and we had a blast discussing it. So you'll just hear um, all about everyone's TV past when we used to have to rifle through a tiny little pamphlet to know what was on TV each week. Uh, but definitely check it out, TV Guidance Counselor, and he is going to be our host, uh, co-host and guest on the episode you're about to listen to now. Bye. Andrea, welcome back from Italy. Uh, Prego. <laughs> yeah, Ken. Ken was that like, actually uh, means you're welcome." Uh, oh, great! Yeah. Thank you for coming back from Italy. And Thanks. pronto is and like hello. Pronto is like hello. So it's like yeah. There's like buonasera. There's like I mean, pronto means kind of like everything. Remember, people answer the phone pronto. pronto. I used to work at a Cartoon Network in in England, and the Italian people sat next to me, and all day it was like pronto. Yeah, pronto. <laughs> I feel like pronto is kind of like, uh, or like, yeah, pronto is kind of like aloha. Is that oh, mahalo? Okay. Yeah, mahalo Ma- is just like no, no, no. no but like, so like aloha means like goodbye. kind of everything. like everything. Yeah, I think also, yeah, 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 yeah. But you're just, it's a lot. I mean, everybody fucking speaks English, so you like you try, and they're like, yeah, hold on, dude, one second. <laughs> I'm always like, uh, due americano, por favore. Uh, you know, I'm like trying to be. Meatballs. Yeah, meatballs. <laughs> I try and do my best, and they're like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll bring it right out. And you're just like, fuck, God dude. There's so many more Americans than I thought there were gonna be. Of course. Like, of course, we realized. I was like, oh, this is like very unique trip that. I like planned out in my brain that we're going to go to all these spots and it's just like fucking touristy Americans every single place. Instagram has killed everything. Seeing is the thing. like the same people like there was this stupid couple that was Ew. like upset for like waiting in line at the Coliseum which was the day I was the most hungover on the trip. <laughs> so you weren't having it. I drank like all the Prosecco in Trastevere the night before. No grappa. Uh, <laughs> you can get grappa in your fucking coffee in the morning if you want to. It's actually an opt out. You yeah. have to tell them no. <laughs> I did have some limoncello that night because I was like to the art bartender. I was like, I was like, here's 10 euros. I love you. I was so <laughs> wasted. And he was like, here's a bunch of limoncello. Um, I feel like shit tomorrow. And it was very hot in Rome, which apparently it's just mm. very hot in Rome generally. Yes. And then put yourself into a clay oven, an yeah. ancient clay oven uh, called the Colosseum. And just see see how you feel. See how you do. You got to take a lot of sits. That's how people there <laughs> have that chewy crust. Yeah, I did a lot of leaning. <laughs> I was like, these gladiators, they're no, I mean, it's a, it's a place to die. You know yeah. what I mean? It's really what it is. Um, but there was this couple that was in front of us the day that we were there um it was a free day like a free on sundays all the museums are free oh, in Rome, okay okay um and all the ancient sites so we got into the coliseum in the forum which is for why free. there was a line yeah so, so you guys <laughs> oh, yeah there's never a line otherwise yeah. so you, and you guys were just surrounded by the other cheap bastards yeah 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 well we actually didn't know it was actually like uh oh wow okay cool great look what we did um and we had except for the fact that i've been like i feel like shit um but oh you paid a price oh yeah i did i really did um but this couple in front of us like security was like like go down to this security spot and like this guy was about to go through security and he got sent down and he was like this guy was like can you can you believe 
Do we have to wait longer? And his wife was like, I, I know. I can't believe it. Can anybody believe it? They were so fucking pissed off the you're entire like, you're time. In Italy, you fucking. Do you get that thing where they turn to you and they're like, mm -hmm. can you fucking believe these idiots? And you're just kind of like, no, you're awful. Yeah. yeah. I was <laughs> like, she, they kind of turned to me and I was like, well, it's free. Yeah. You know? I'm not with it's you on this today. one. Yeah. Uh, and then free we, history. And then we. Went about our business, and then the next day when we got to Florence to pick up our car to go to Tuscany, they were in the fucking same line as God us. I thought Damn you were going to say they were in the car. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. Can you believe this line they we're standing in? Every place we stayed at made their own wine and their own olive oil. So it was great. That's awesome. Ugh, you are lubed and ready to return to the podcast, girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, well, speaking Slimey. of... Speaking of, welcome to Sidework Podcast, everybody. Hi, guys. Hey, I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Hey, guys. I'm your other host, Andrea Wallace. And today marks uh, the dawn of our, our new format we're trying out <laughs> so that that silky, smooth radio voice you've been hearing sitting with us is our guest and also co-host for the episode, Ken Reed, everybody. Hello. Hello. hello now I feel Ken like Reed. I have to be all Shadow Stevensy. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't heard that name in ages, and I'm so happy about it. All I see is like brilliant hair and purple hues in my yeah, brain right yeah. now. I thought I would start the discussion today with some recent food news. You were out of the country, Andrea, so you didn't see uh, the hysteria that ensued. Um, so basically, Riots in the streets. <laughs> a Panera. Have you heard about this? A Panera employee did a TikTok video of her making. She worked in the kitchen. And it was a TikTok video of her heating up, uh, you know, macaroni for a customer. And so basically, most people don't know, but we'll react and we'll talk about it. So all of Panera, all of the food is, everything is sealed in heavy plastic bags and every piece of food is dropped in boiling water. And so, and then you like... Sous vide? Sous vide? Of course. <laughs> Which for people who don't cook and don't work in the industry, it is a normal Totally. Vetted way of but making some Panera, food. I think yeah. you say it like a pig. Like, sous vide! <laughs> That's how whenever someone orders mac and cheese, sous vide! Yeah. <laughs> but but so, it's, like, it's like a classy microwave. Yeah, it's a classy microwave. And the thing is, it's so funny. She got fired for posting it because like... So most people don't know because I think it was she most shattered the illusion. <laughs> shattered the illusion because you know it's not that it goes into the water and cooks it that way. It's more sad when you cut it open and then jiggle it onto the plate. Yeah. That where I think people got really like ah oh, gross. Even though yeah. like how do you cook at home? Also, what do you think like the, like they're like make the mac and cheese and it'll be like all right I'll start grating. <laughs> like it's it's made to order. Like they're like you can't make mac and cheese in ten minutes. No, no, and so especially when it's like. Like, you go to Panera, you need your food within five minutes, right? There's not some, like, line chef out there just slamming out mac and yeah. cheese and all their other crap. But it went viral. Everyone went nuts. Oh, like, a, a civil war broke out on the side of that's disgusting and other people yep. being like, you don't know nothing about yeah, the, the pans, fast food service the industry. And the it, yeah, <laughs> and but she got, she got fired, lost her job, which is like kind of crazy. But I, Panera does not want you to see how the sausage like or the, how the sous vide is made. It's like an NDA thing. Like you gave away our trade secrets, like a corporate espionage. I don't want you to see how the bag is yeah, boiled. Right. I guess that's that should be a new term. Like, oh boy, I don't want to see how the bag's boiled. <laughs> yeah. No, show me how the sausage is made. I just don't want to see you cooking it in water. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, gross. <laughs> but yeah, people, I mean, that is just so funny to me where you're like, how do you, th like, yeah. I actually think that's like a gentle way to do it. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, they just immerse it in a nice bath yeah. right. before it goes into your hole. Um, you know? It's like sanitizing it. Yeah. It got it's like <laughs> tattoo needles. Well, it keeps, <laughs> it keeps They put it into a UV yeah. light yep. uh, area mm -hmm. right before you consume it. Well, I'm, like everyone who worked at like TGI Fridays or Chili's and stuff, 
that's all microwave. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's literally just frozen. Like if you go to the supermarket and they have like TGI Fridays, pizza poppers or whatever they are. Just like the restaurant. That's exactly what the restaurant uses. <laughs> they just have a, an industrial deep fryer on hand. Yeah. That's why it tastes or better like a there. better microwave. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or like, like, why am I not asking more questions when I get one of the breakfast sandwiches from Starbucks mm-hmm. that's ready in one minute and it's on fire and those things are not like sitting on a griddle ready to go they have some nuclear reactor box there's no kitchen in there no (laughs) and i I watch the people like throw it like they'll be like how many sandwiches and they throw them in there and then they come out flaming hot within 30 seconds that's really frightening and i'm more freaked out by that machine than the sous vide i just think it's funny that like all the Panera fans were like, E2 Brute. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I came here expecting You're supposed better. to be classy. Yeah. I thought you were different, Panera. I mean, Starbucks is just, I always call it McDonald's for assholes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, it really isn't any different. Like, it's the same thing. But yeah, Panera at least makes their own bread. That's that true. they do. They're I think their ba- sourdough's pretty, pretty tight. Yeah. Their baked goods are legit. But yeah, for everyone who's like, I'd like to have an elevated experience, AKA yeah. an entree, yeah, you're getting food in a bag. Or a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. It's a coffee shop. Especially when you like put like that bag soup right in just to a bowl made out of bread. Yeah. That's like, you know. They made the bread. It's like that uh what's that show on Food Network where the lady makes stuff out of like store bought things? Like semi homemade. Oh my grandma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Sandra, Sandra Lee, Lee or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thing. It was like buy the pre made bread. Yeah. And then you put the pre made mac and cheese in and you made it. It's very much it's like a reinvented like fifties housewife yeah. it is. show. Which is why, yeah, so, no, it's, I can't get into it right now. We'll do an episode where you eat with elderly. You know, we should do an episode eating with your family, eating with grandparents. Yeah. Because um, that is very PTSD inducing. Okay, so we're excited because today is a special themed uh, part one of two. We love spooky. Spooky love Halloween spooky. times. Yeah. Uh, Ken's also wearing a really great Frankenstein. Japanese Frankenstein, Japanese Frankenstein shirt. shirts. Pretty fucking rad. Um, so we're completely going to dive into some haunted theme uh, rest of the episode. But before we do that, um, let's read some server submitted stories. Some server submitted stories. <laughs> Our first story. It's scary. Haunted AF mm. from Atri Dash Welk. Hey guys, not a server. Well, now, kind of. But at the time, I was working as a chef in a super old building in a ritzy area. It had a history. The owners, kids, and wife back in the 1800s died incredibly young. We weren't sure how, but it was a, uh, but it was a historic site, so it was all original. It was beautiful. Spiral staircase and all. Well, uh, I was always first in every day. We had a jukebox. Every morning I would come in by myself, mind you, and that jukebox would be playing old Western songs from the 1920s. I blaring hate that. Uh, the thing. I hope they were actually on the jukebox. It's all Huey Lewis, but for some reason. they. But this 1920s, like, just yodel song wasn't actually on here. The thing was always shut off the night before. Also, I got used to it. I always felt like somebody was watching me, though. One day, my buddy Nick was playing music on his Bluetooth speaker in the kitchen, and it flew off the shelf and broke completely. No one was near it. Of course, he thought it was me, and I never did convince him that it wasn't. Oh, it gets better, though. (laughs) Sometime a month later, I got used to the fact that there was an angry ghost in the building and told the bartender. She was super skeptical until one night we were booked solid. Everything was going fine until the patrons used the upstairs bathroom. One of the patrons used the upstairs bathroom and came out shaking and crying and said something or someone touched her in there. She couldn't be consoled and left visibly upset. So we were all like, fuck it. Let's get together in the cellar and see what we can stir up. Bad idea. Um, We were drinking and thought it would be nice if we poured the ghost a shot. The shot glass moved. And the bottle fell over. 
We heard footsteps above us, what sounded like it was behind the bar shortly after and checked it out and nobody was there. Ew, I hate it. Fuck. Not long after, we all booked out of there and quick. Eventually, the cokehead owner closed the doors with no notice, no notice to any of us, and we haven't been back since. Maybe the spookier part is that none of us got our last paycheck. Typical restaurant owner. That's uh, so my what I'm envisioning here. Yeah. As a skeptic. His cokehead owner wanted to close, <laughs> and Scooby Dude, this haunting, a lot of magnet work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like if I get them all to quit, I don't have to pay them their last check. And then it didn't, it wasn't quite able to to push it over the edge there. Well, he pushed that Bluetooth over the That's edge. That's true, and he grabbed that anything. lady in the bathroom. Yeah. He'd- Which you know, I just imagine the ghost being like, "What is this devil box?" That's not the first. Uh, story I've heard about that. I'll see if my friend Sarah can submit her story, but she Ooh, has yeah. a story where she, as an employee, went to a restroom and like couldn't get out, and like something touched her, and she was like screaming and banging on the door, and then and just like the twenty ghost. minutes later, everybody's like, "Where you been?" And she was like, "I was stuck in the bathroom with a ghost." Like, yeah. So and people are like, "Prank, prank, and one one." It's a pull door. Yeah. <laughs> were you pushing? <laughs> That I am literally, I, you know, I'm a bit of a literal person, and sometimes I'm so headstrong that I'm like, no, it's definitely push, <laughs> and I will. It's not written on the door. Yeah, it, it, it's a ghost. I've <laughs> made a decision, and I'm sticking with it. It is interesting though when people are just like, yeah, it's haunted. Just get used to it. Like this is how it is. This what, is do you want a job or not? Yeah. yeah. Or they, or they have like a name for it. And be like, oh, old Gus. Yeah. Yeah. No, he'll molest you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You'll <laughs> get fine. used to it. It's he's, fine. He's bang. He's finger banging me right yeah. now. I mean, just do- <laughs> hey, keep the Bluetooth speakers away from your crotch. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> push that over the edge my question is like have you guys ever worked at a have you guys ever been or worked at a place where people are like there's a ghost here don't worry about it um no not necessarily i i there was a place i used to go to which is still there in in cambridge so but boston's like haunted as fuck oh yeah yeah but it's there's like the oldest still working restaurant in America is in Boston, the Union Oyster House. And yes, we've talked yes, about Union that. Oyster House. Uh-huh. And you can go where like, here's where Ben Franklin, you know, encouraged Eight his go. Eight oysters yeah. and got drunk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> got so George drunk. Washington. Eight oysters yes. and got drunk. Which is everything. Here's where JFK. Um, but there's a place called the Cantap Lounge. That's a bar restaurant in Cambridge. And in like 84, 85, and I thought this was a made up story, but I looked up the microfiche news clips and it's real they had a halloween party and one of the bartenders hanged himself like in the middle of the restaurant like from the beam and it was just no one thought it was a real dead guy and everyone had like partied all night wow. <laughs> and then everybody left and they were like hey wait a minute that's that really is a real dead yeah. guy yeah. best party ever yeah. as, as a method costumer <laughs> <laughs> I worked at a place. I'm going to have the best Halloween costume this year. (laughs) Mark my words. Send us some spooky stories about your haunted bar restaurant. I'll keep reading them after Halloween. We will too. Yeah. Or like if you worked at like a haunted shakies or something, you know, like (laughs) we'll do it. We'll read it. I worked at a pizza, a Chuck E. Cheese and the, the, the animatronics would just play music and move. (laughs) It was, those are really creepy though. Especially like you come in one morning and they're just like, they all look, turn and look at you and there's like a human sacrifice in the middle. Or they're just like, good morning. Yeah. Well, like in Salem, Mass, which is where where I grew up, Every restaurant there like advertises that they're haunted. Like that's yes. the whole thing. And like the Hawthorne Hotel is like, stay in a haunted hotel. <laughs> but it's people being like, this no wasn't haunted enough for me. Like it's just every menu's got witch fingers on yeah, it. Yeah. Um, okay. And let's be honest. Let's let's be honest. Ghosts don't like it when you're too thirsty for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're going in with a group, like, we're going to get our ghost don't on. Get, yeah. Don't be too thirsty for they're that. Like, I like, like to be pursued a little bit. A little bit. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, forget it. If you were like, it's going to be hot ghost action, yeah. they're not coming out for you. You want that ghost dick, you can't just sit here and beg yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a little mystery, my friends. Just a little feminine allure. Okay, well, we'll get back into that uh, in, the, in the beef, in the meat of the <laughs> topic of our episode so uh i'm gonna move on to our first ever happy 
server submitted story. Yay! Oh, and that's so fun. Can you? It's like crazy. They're all as you would expect, just yeah. horrible behavior. And um, at Kayla Marie Steiner submitted one that is like so lovely. Okay, this is from Kayla. Kaylee, excuse me, Kaylee. Hello, lovely people. Don't know if you're looking for happy server stories. We'll take it. We're doing it. Okay. But I have one that happened to me today that might give a pick-me-up to the others dealing with this terrible industry. Crying face emoji. I was waiting tables this morning, and one of my tables was the sweetest old couple. Little backstory, I wait tables Friday to Sunday, and I'm also a pastry chef at a country club and work there every day. Wow. Got to pay for college, you know? Anyway, these lovely old people were talking to me for a bit, and I asked them if they were members at the country club I work at because they looked extremely familiar. The old man grabbed my hand and said, wait, you work here? Okay, the old man grabbed my hand and said, wait, you work here, there, and you're in school? Why on earth would you do that? I explained to him I had to pay for school and rent and all that good shit, and he immediately took the bill out of my hand, crossed off the tip he had left me, and wrote $400. Whoa! Right? This man left me $400 fucking dollars and told me to take a weekend off and take care of myself. I had to go sit in the employee bathroom for a while because I couldn't stop sobbing. I took the cash and immediately paid for the rest of my semester. There's so many shitty tables every day, but these people literally changed my life. Oh my God. Isn't that great? That is like so recent. I have goosebumps, by the way. I mean, and it's not because that was spooky. It's because it was beautiful. Um, not that we need to get into it. I have never been over tipped. (laughs) Oh God, no, no, never. No No one's ever. And I worked in places with celebrities where they got that scratch. Never got that Tom Hanks tip. Nope, sure didn't. So good on you. And you know what? These are these are just good humans. Maybe they're empty nesters, and they know how hard, like you know, their children or grandchildren have to work. And that is just like, dude, that is just a solid pay it forward, amazing gesture. Maybe they hate their grandkids, and they're like, (laughs) I'm gonna die soon. I gotta get this money out of my account. This out of my will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, here's the money I didn't give to my grandkids. This is a happy story. Let's not look for excuses to make it shitty, you guys. (laughs) This is called gross. Uh, this is such <laughs> I know I said haunted as fuck I didn't really okay, that's all right. No, here I, is I, a, I get what I'm you're doing here's a piece entitled gross, gross. <laughs> <laughs> this is an entry from my poetry diary yeah. in 1996 it comes to us from Casey Newman from Portland Oregon uh, hell yeah that's what he writes <laughs> Um, Cassie, 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 Cassie. I'm sorry, sorry, Cassie. Because I think you know what. To be fair, I think she said, "Where, where do I submit server stories?" Oh, I and see. And then I said, "Right here." So, so the context with, was gone. So I'll yep. cut the Cassie. I'll cut the hell yeah. <laughs> uh, been listening to you guys for weeks now, and I haven't been listening to any other podcast. Honestly, yeah, girl, yeah, girl. Yep, buttering it up. So my first restaurant job was at an Applebee's in a town outside of Sacramento. I ran into some real rank shit there, so this story kind of outdoes them all. (laughs) Warning, it's pretty fucking gross. See, that's why I titled it gross. So a dude walks in the front door, and I see him from the opposite side of the restaurant. He's literally walking like he has something shoved straight up his ass (sighs) and walks real fast into the men's room. Solid, and I assume that's not a pun. <laughs> amount of time goes by. All of us, all of us, not knowing, he just shit his pants and had a trail of it in the bathroom to the toilet, <gasps> along with it being smeared everywhere you can imagine. Then this dude had the fucking nerve to get a patio seat outside and sit and eat his lunch with his wife, with shit all over his shorts, and knowing he just destroyed our bathroom. I still don't fully understand how he thought that was okay, but Applebee's does attract the worst type of humans in the country. Thanks for letting me submit my story. <laughs> Call I, cops because a bomb just yeah, got exploded. I feel like it was nice of him to sit on the patio. Like he's covering <laughs> shit. You want to sit in the restaurant with everybody in a closed environment? Right, like on on, on a crushed velvet banquette yeah, that's or what something. What the patio's for? Yeah, patios for stinkers. <laughs> Usually the chairs are kind of like slotted, yeah, you know, so it yeah. can air out and circulate. Yeah, you could hose uh, that off. Go into the hose off area. <laughs> that he imagines like, oh, I'm gonna shit. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Ah! Well, I mean, I still, I still want to eat here. It is apples. 
Like, there's like a 50-50 chance it's going to happen to you at Applebee's if you eat there anyway. That's like a real testimony to how much you do love a place. To be like, I shit my pants and I choose to stay in Or you're like, here. just made more room. Bring in the food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe they were doing a hop. They just come from Chili's. He was yep. too full. He had to get it out, you know? Oh, it's boy. all you can eat, and I really need to get that value. It sounds like, I think I think the way you describe Target, you know, has an immediate psychological effect on your bowels. I think mm-hmm. Applebee's does that, it's too. Red. There's a lot of red there's Apple a lot of red and, and usually also like they're next to each other in some sort of mall That's true. scenario. That's so true. where there is a target, there shall be a Shartlebees. Yes. <laughs> Shartlebees. Is Applebee's has to be the number one shit your pants restaurant. Yeah. Oh. I mean I, I think that huh. one like for the chains. I mean for I'm the sure chains. there's some local places. I don't know, Chili's is pretty bad. <laughs> But I feel like people prepare for chilies a little more. It's like so they, they know, know they steal themselves. Well, I thought, well, there's, well, there's this fast food. I was like, because I thought like Chipotle is like the number one shit your pants, like Joe Grunner, right? Right, right. But even though I've like only eaten We're talking one. sit down with a server. I know. Nice what I, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you for sharing that, Cassie. And uh, guys, I'm going to, we might see if Brian will give us one new little uh, intro music thing. Because this is a new, new thing. If you want to submit. If you've got a great little story or when it finally happens to you, we're going to call this Retire the Apron. (laughs) And we got our first submission from long, long, long time server and friend of the podcast at Midwest Nice Makes. She sent us a story about getting to retire the apron. Aw, at Midwest Nice Makes. It happened. Yeah! <laughs> Finally! Wait, hold ah, on. Ah, ah, get that Buka Buka bell. bell. Finally, after 13, oh my God, years of working in the service industry today was my last day behind the bar. That's it. No more answering dumb questions or proving my worth to beard douches or smiling while eating shit because the customer is always right. <laughs> Thank you ladies so much for helping me keep sane these past few months now that my watch has ended may every server one day feel this feeling senoritas mixed with christmas morning with a dash of being higher than a kite all right your constant source of joy and inspiration fuck so good i love you guys keep up the wonderful world Keep up the wonderful work. Godspeed and good tips. Amanda. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys follow her on Instagram at Midwest Nice Makes. She's basically starting. I mean, I think uh, I have to. Sorry, Amanda. uh, But she making food and she's selling it and she photography. She's doing photography for food. I'm going to re-say that. Foodographer. Um, Foodographer. (laughs) But uh, she's a brilliant uh, cook, pastry chef. Um, just all around good looking stuff. See, I'm picturing when Amanda. Amanda's like Wisconsin beer brewery. Yeah. 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 Yep. I'm picturing when she quit, she cranked up Amanda by Boston <laughs> and just walked out in like slow mo. And they oh. were like, we Ooh, can't. That's a good like thing. Like, what would your walkout song yeah. be? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like when you light the match and throw it over your shoulder and it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's fun. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, send us your walkout. Um, the day you quit song. The day you literally blow it up. The d- <laughs> we, don't have right, we don't have rights to these songs, but we'll say the name of them. We That's can right. all think of them in our heads. You can cover them. I'll speak it. Yes. I'll speak the lyrics. It'll be amazing. <laughs> no, I think you have rights to play uh, licensed music. Yeah, as it's, long a derivative, as- it's a derivative work mm-hmm. if you use it in a new context. Interesting. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, you guys... Awesome, awesome. Please, we love these server-submitted stories, so keep them coming. Just regular uh, nightmare stories that we love. Uh, If someone was great to you, we really love that, too. And new category, the day you retired the apron. Um, I think it's more fun if it's happening in real time, but I I ain't going to turn down one that happened recently or even a few years ago, especially if it's real good. Yeah, yeah. Anything that, I mean, it's it's something that will live in your heart and your mind forever. Awesome. I punched a guy when I quit. Whoa. Did you? Yeah. (laughs) Ken. Come on, set it up. Set up the story, please. I worked at the Hilltop Steakhouse in Saugus, Massachusetts, uh, which was well known for its 60-foot neon cactus out front. Uh, (laughs) And now that restaurant is a hole in the ground, but the cactus is still there. And it opened in the 60s, and each room was Western-themed, so it was like Dodge City, Sioux City. Oh, wow. And uh, my mom worked there, and it was was like me and a bunch of old, literally arthritic ladies who were like, desperately just trying to get by and they got this new manager guy who was like persian or something like he never buttoned his shirt and he was just like a, like he hated women 
kind of uh, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he made one of the ladies cry. I, I should also mention, I was like 19 and, and didn't give a shit about anything. Sure. Um, and so he made like some old lady cry. And I was like, dude, no. And then he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll do this again. And then he did it again. So I went and I just punched him in the face. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just left. The old punch yep, quit. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. And he apparently locked himself in his car and cried. Good. <laughs> so no one had ever yeah. told him he was wrong like that. Well, thank you for uh, defending uh, all the women. Oh, you're welcome. You were kind of spewing off a few uh, a few stories from your illustrious career off the top of your head. I, I really like to go back. Was this the same restaurant that had the mob? Yes. Bo- oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so- yeah. Andrea would probably like to hear this. So there was a guy. Oh, first of all, Stephen King used to go there once a month. Fuck too. yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, because he would drive down to Red Sox games and he'd always stop. So I waited on him a few times. Um, and he'd always get a filet menu, petite filet, uh-huh. medium, uh, a Diet Coke. And a pile of cocaine. And a pile of cocaine from the shop. No, and a, and a uh, and grape nut custard. Oh, what kind of custard? Grape nut custard. Oh, grape nut custard. Yes. The cereal grape nuts. Yep, super New Englandy old person dessert that they were well known for. Is it like cheesecake but with grape nut crust? The crust instead of like a graham cracker crust is a grape nut crust. I'm into that shit. It's not... Cheesecake is much more like a flan. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, that was the, they were well known for that. I'm into that. But yeah, there's a guy named Richie Israel, which was his real name, <laughs> which sounds like something a racist would name somebody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. old oil tycoon Israel Richie Israel. Israel. Um, and he he had a real much like many of the people there. They had a gambling problem. Which did did you guys ever have a restaurant where they did this? They do like a dollar lotto in the in the. Oh, okay. This no. might be another thing. So every night. Everyone would write their name on dollar bills and put them in a bag. And this is in the kitchen. And at the end of the night, they'd pull one. And if it was like your bill, you got the whole bag. No. Yeah, that was That's excitement. Night. That'll keep a shift going. Yeah. I want to just start doing that in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This might have been Richie Israel's idea. But uh, he owed people money all the time. So, like, mobstery guys would just walk into the kitchen and be like, hey, Richie working tonight because... Uh, I heard he was, you know, it's like that kind of thing. And so he would hide in weird places and they'd figure out his hiding spots. So it would be different places all the time. It was like, where's Waldo? And one day I was in the break room just by myself. And he literally came out of a garbage bin like Oscar the Grouch. And the funny, and I always remember this because it was the weirdest detail. We did not serve spaghetti there. And he he was covered in spaghetti. I was like, why is there spaghetti in the trash bin? And he's just like, What's up? Everything all right? (laughs) Yeah, just with spaghetti in his hair. Yeah, that was... He must have... He fucked up. Oh, yeah. He really fucked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was the same week two two cooks on the line got into an argument, and they were like the opposite ends of the line, and one of them picked up a filet mignon on a fork and (laughs) flung it. It was uncooked, (laughs) and it hit this guy in the face and knocked him out. (laughs) He knocked him out cold with a filet mignon. It was great. And you were like 19 years old? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus. Was this your first serving job? Uh, Yes. I worked in the same place when I was 15 in, like, the prep kitchen, like, deveining shrimp. But then I couldn't take it anymore (laughs) because my my finger and my hands turned purple. Your little baby 15-year-old hands. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my first uh, service position. Wow. Jesus Christ. That place. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. I can't. We're just going to have to have you back on to talk. You had a lady got fired for scratching her back with forks on the floor. <laughs> How many years all in serving? I was there like maybe four years at that place. And then I was at Magiano's Little Italy in oh, yeah. uh, the theater district for about a year. And then I bartended on and off, which is hilarious because I've never drank and I had no idea what I was making. Wow, interesting. <laughs> that's okay. kind of interesting. That is, I feel like that's kind of the way to go. A sober yeah. bartenders, you'd be so good. Yeah. So good at your job, not fucking up and like. Yeah, but. Yeah, but I know, need, needing to know what tastes good. No, 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 not no? that. Just being like. People who drink are awful. <laughs> oh, I knew that already. Yeah. I had a family. Um, <laughs> but as a guy bartender, too, I think you probably get less like, can I buy a shot? Oh, like yeah, for stuff. sure. Yeah. People like don't want to get in your pants as much as yeah. when you're a female. I would make up drinks. I'd be like, oh, you never had an Alabama tootie toot or something? And then <laughs> I'd just make up something. And then the worst was when they're like, can I get another one of those? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> I have no, no idea no, what it was. One time only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't know what I said. <laughs> 
That's amazing. Uh, well, if we're going to get into a little bit of a spooky theme, I think it's fun to kind of start, you know, at the top, like, is have you ever been haunted by a customer or a coworker, a chef, an incident, like, you know, anything that comes off the top of your head? There was a guy who I used to have to shut off from Manhattan's. He had to be in his 70s, and his wife had like some kind of Alzheimer's or dementia, but she just screamed all the time. Oh. And he would feed her by like putting food in her mouth and like moving her jaw Come to on. chew. Whoa. And um, which I was horrified by. I'm haunted yeah, right now. But all okay. the waitresses were like, oh, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. But he would just get drunk and sometimes pass out at the table and then drive off in their Cadillac. And one day uh, he had, I think this is in like 11 in the morning, and he had maybe five Manhattans. Wow. And I shut him off and they yelled at like the manager was like, you can't. I'm like, he's asleep at the table like he shouldn't. And they're like, you don't tell people when they're done. I was like, perfect. But that guy I would see every so often driving around with his wife, and I, I literally sometimes still have nightmares of watching them eat. You and Jen Kirkman, I swear to God, all, I bet it's the same guy who uh, she got into a car accident with. Probably. Um, yeah. A lot of drunk drivers oh, in uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're everywhere, but it's an old school. It's like, a, I, I'm not going to let go of my license. Yep. Or my dependency on alcohol. That's right. I turned 21, I can drive and drink. Till I die. If Billy yeah. Joel can do it, so can I. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's really, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel, you know, and have you ever had customers die? Um, I've been in the building when customers have died, mm. but I haven't been, they haven't been my customers. Not like, uh, not like at your table, but like where you hear maybe a regular has oh, oh, an yeah, old yeah. regular. I like it that time. you're like, but no, I, uh, I was, I was yeah. in the building when someone dropped dead. People definitely yeah. dropped dead in that building. And I, I didn't kill this woman, but, uh, I get, this woman started choking on a steak once and I had to give her the Heimlich and broke like a bunch of ribs. Cause that's well, what happens. That's what happens. Um, yeah. and then she was really old. Um, and then she died. Probably got pneumonia. Yeah. Later, but I don't think from that, but I, that was bad. Interesting. Wow. Blood, blood on your hands. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I used to joke about it on stage, and that's when I realized that millennials don't like violence because <laughs> the joke I would make broken was, old ladies. Well, yeah, the ribs? joke I would make would be like, I felt kind of bad because I broke a couple of her ribs, and then I would be like, it was like two weeks later. She was really ungrateful, so I paid her a visit. Something like that, you know, <laughs> like a teacher, and which is clearly a joke. And then it went from people being like, ha, it's not a great joke, to being like, <gasps> And then a crowd waiting to talk to you at yes. the end. Like, hi, we have a few concerns. Well, we already raised. Um, okay, do you, you want to go first? Who uh, she is? To, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> mm, whatever. They're going to save the world, but God, yeah. are they insufferable. Sorry, I love all of our millennial it's and true. Gen Z fans yes, I think I'm listening. So we're going to go into the topic of which is like so rife for the topic of just like, it doesn't even have to be Halloween time, if you will. It's just like most establishments, especially if they've got any history where they've served booze, food, maybe we're an inn at some point, uh, even a, a, a kitchen where a lot of cooking was going to accidents, whatever. They're haunted as Fuck you guys. And like, especially when I think about working and living in New York City, where all of the kitchen prep areas were down a horrifying cellar stair in this like creepy, like coal scuttle. Oh my God. <laughs> like a six foot clearance tops, you know, um, sort of ceiling. And so like all of the staff would be hunched over. I mean, you do have to bend over a little bit to do some prep, but like just going down there, you'd be like, I need to go get what? Another can of ketchup? Yeah. Oh, God. You know, and you would be so frightened just even being down there. You're like, there's there's definitely someone who's been living down here, whether mm -hmm. it's that kind of fear or there's a nasty presence. Or, you know, in one situation, it was haunted by the alcoholism of the chef yes. who owned yeah. the place. Because <laughs> I was rooting around looking for like an extra can of some sort of, you know, uh, topping or whatever we needed. And I moved one of the industrial shelves to the side and found... I want to say 30 discarded and empty Johnny Walker bottles that had been hiding. Uh, Can't you just take one of those out, two in your backpack at night to discard? Like, did you really have to have the one place. spot? He oh, owned I the see. place. Yeah. But it was like, and you like, were they full of pee? No, thank God they were not. But I, I just remember being like, Johnny Walker, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but you know, yeah, that guy chuckles to himself every time he pees into a bottle. And does that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh God. So I mean, like, just so many of these places, especially the more history they have, the more inherently horrifying and scary they are. Yeah. So I know if you wanna, if you had anything. Um, East Coast. After that, I was going to primarily focus on a few like classic Los Angeles haunts yeah. since you are here in LA. Yeah, I mean, there's no there there's no place that I actually think we're haunted, but like I said, there's so many places that advertise themselves. The Salem, as that. which yeah, you know, every say every establishment in Salem is like we're the haunted mansion, or um, like the Hawthorne Hotel is the big one, which is the oldest hotel there, and they really promote that they're haunted, but like you're they're not. <laughs> I was like in, and not to be like whatever, but like we were in um, uh, San Gimignano, which is like a, a it's a medieval like hilltop town. Like there was basically like mm-hmm. with towers like on the top of a hill in Tuscany. And I was joking, I was like talk about gentrification. Like this whole fucking ca- like castle and like town is now just like cheese shops, and they sell like knickknacks. And it used to be like you know, and we're you're walking through all these narrow streets, and it's it's gorgeous it's amazing but you're like i bet someone murder was murdered there i bet someone uh-huh. died of dysentery uh, there grisly, grisly like, death you know. in this corner and we went to this um you would fucking love this place brooke um it's a bruschetteria is so like it's a big thing and they have like a hundred different kinds of bruschetta it's kind of insane um but it's called echoes and it's a pink floyd themed <laughs> Bruschetteria, oh, yeah, in a in a uh, in an old medieval town, San Gimignano, you would have loved it. Like the music was spot on, and you get this giant piece of bread just like covered in like fennel salami and like rocket salad. And, like, go get a sandwich yeah. for lunch. Oh my god, it was I- real, real good, real, real nice. But it was just a very narrow like inlet, just all stone, like original like wall. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. There, there has this place has to be haunted. But it's just like, well, everybody's like, yeah, people have been living here since like the fucking fourteen hundreds. Yeah, it's, it's centuries upon centuries of souls upon souls yeah. upon souls. I mean. You know, so many cultures do not believe in burning bodies. Right. So you got to shove them somewhere in the ground, the walls and these catacombs and wherever. And just 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 the nature of having bones and remains everywhere yeah. is like, come on, there's some spooky shit going on like in this trattoria. It's so many that it just it you know Oh, you weird? think? Okay. Maybe, but you know what's weird? Because there's like no one like ghosts there's like too many they're like well, well just, you do it yeah you, just you do the boo the lizzie borden house is a bed and Ooh. breakfast now wait and was she in massachusetts it's yeah it's uh new bedford mass it's like oh, south wait, 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 massachusetts wait. do you know the rhyme um, lizzie borden had an axe gave her she gave her father 40, 40 wax. wax gave her mother 40 more wait, when she saw what she had done yes. she gave her mother 41. 41 so that's a real murder like this woman killed her parents with, with an, an axe. axe and it's a bed and breakfast and you can stay in the room where they died and literally in the room there's a f- there's a photograph of their dead bodies ah. like next to the bed where you're sleeping See, now that to me There's couples is that like, go there and they like fuck yeah. and they're on purpose. They're, they're doing 40, 42 <laughs> wax. <laughs> I, mean, I love me, that's jerk like, off jokes that so much. feels like um, like wanting to be around like a crime scene yeah. versus Bodies. something that's been like updated and they're like, oh, the, you know, the spirit still it might be tell you what it is. or whatever. But, old tiny yeah. crime scene. There's a bar I used to go to in London that was in a crypt. Okay. Yeah. That seems that seems sort of like uh, on brand yeah. for you. And there used to be like a, a goth club there called the uh, the the bat house or something yeah and that, that was sounds right as well yeah it was like an underground catacomb bar house h-a-u-s-e yeah yeah absolutely house. um well i don't know how since you're not a drinker because initially and i didn't know that about you i just kind of made an assumption you being from boston, boston yeah uh, that you well, the joke out. i always make is my family drink it all even if i wanted to <laughs> <laughs> fair enough they they sobriety was the yep, only choice after true. some of the shit you've been through we've talked about it um so los angeles specifically you know it's so much to get into outside of just service industry but as you know like all of us like this is a grisly murdery oh, people yeah. died chasing their dreams in horrible horrible ways uh, and God, do we love to celebrate it. Yeah. There's 
just weird old history. And once you really start doing a deep dive, you can do like like a drinking ghost cr crawl where like Easy. several notable people uh, were last spotted, were murdered, people died or whatever. El Coyote? <laughs> is that where Sharon Tate had her last meal? Yes. So there's that one that comes to the top of mind. Um, obviously, like Clifton's Cafeteria, which uh, we've been to, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. So that place is like it was built at the uh, basically turn of the century. So like yep. early 1900s. That's when downtown was the production center of movies. Totally. Which was all founded by Boston people, by the way. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, it's all the Black Dahlia was from Boston. The actual woman who was Elizabeth murdered. Short, yeah. which we all listen to a healthy amount of true crime podcasts yes. okay. and yeah. also love food. So there's a lot of crossover here. But uh, so like Clifton's Cafeteria, which I just found out basically the uh, mistress of Mr. Clifton himself. She only died recently, apparently, but her ghost has started to show up where it's a blonde woman who can be seen sitting at the end of the bar. People are like, well, that lady, what? There's no lady. <laughs> oh, and she no. shows, you can see her in the mirror and she shows up in people's pictures, which I oh. keep hearing is this sort of like phenomenon that's very Los Angeles, yeah. old starlets. If you think about it, be their seen. image kind of being haunted in a mirror or whatever, which is crazy. Have you seen an image of her? Is there anything that you like found? Um, Yeah, but I, I feel like, and you know, I can post it if we want to do a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if I want to even look, look at it. She that. just looks yeah. like a blonde lady. I know, yeah. but it's this not... is where I start to get scared. It might just be a blonde lady who's like, no, I'm just a blonde lady. I'm not the, I'm not I'm just over 40, so yeah, I'm yeah. invisible. I might as well be a ghost, right? <laughs> right? If I died, I'd get more attention, right? Right. Uh, but right. I've heard that about the Roosevelt Hotel as well. So that's yeah. another big haunting grounds uh, where like a lot of people died there as well. And and of course, this RFK. Place is RFK. assassinated there. Oh, it In was the at the Roosevelt? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I did not put that I thought together. it was gone. No, it's still there. It's no, on, the Roosevelt Hollywood Ave. No, 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 no. He got no, no, no. It's a different hotel. It was in Koreatown. That's oh, where he was got it? shot. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. a completely different Some hotel. Reason I thought it was the Roosevelt. No, well, don't get me wrong. The hotel he got killed in is gone. It's has been knocked down. Okay, there are a lot of K Town haunted places as well. That's got oh, its yeah, own because history. that was kind of like very because you've got like uh, Hollywood and then under it you have Hancock Park, mm -hmm. which was like where everybody would like drive down, and so there's like a ton, and then that's spills into what is now Koreatown. And right. so that's right. Well, there's that. the comedy store too, which used to be Ciro's. Yes. And there was a whole lot of murders there. <laughs> so I think there was like mob related stuff. Oh, big time. Uh, and then though, someone, I think, hung themselves in the, co I'm going to have to go back and double check this because I was just talking to Drennan and he's like, oh, you know, the comedy store is haunted. And yeah. he gave me all these other factoids. I was like, that's weird because the ones I looked up were like, there were like illegal abortions at one yep, point being the performed. Belly room. Yeah, the belly room used to be like a pop-up like yeah, my mistress got knocked up kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the offices there, there's little sliding doors because they used to get a guy into the office and then behind him and boop. <laughs> So there's like and just like like shoot do like yeah, yeah. And then assassination there's, style. There's also like uh like shoots to like dump people out that are still in the walls. Whoa, there that is like some New Yorkers moving west. Oh yeah, shit. it was, it was, it was Bugsy Siegel. <laughs> but that Shut was just like up. trash shoot like though stuff, right? And you just put bodies in it. Yeah, yeah but, but they're they're unusual trash. It's like they're <laughs> like Sweeney Todd shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. like H.H. H. Holmes yeah. sort of. This was yeah. a New York mobster I met him in Chicago who came out and be like. I'd like to build this to certain specifications. <laughs> yeah. The blueprints are yeah. going to look a little odd. I'd like to not to retrofit this. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like, and everywhere, all these places too, which so many of them are still standing because if there can be like intrigue and, and magic and mystery and murder, like that is what Tinseltown oh, yeah. is all about. I hope so because I actually, I sometimes I kind of feel the opposite. I feel like there's n no like want or respect for preservation in this city a lot too. I think there's a lot. Really? And, and I just it's don't. Come back. I, th I, I hope it's wasn't. coming back because I know there's a lot of like historic places that are like, ah, fucking knock it down, build a condo. Like that's why like LA architecture is so mishmash and all over the place. Yeah. But, and that's true. But thankfully this is a humongous uh, city. But have you seen the angel flight? 
No. Yeah. So downtown, there's a there's a thing from when Bunker Hill and when downtown was it's the like place the to shortest be. roller coaster you'll ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little it's a little train. It's a tram that goes up over the hill, and they built it so that people who lived up on the hill would come down and shop at Grand Central Market, which is oh at the okay foot yeah. But it closed in the fifties because it what happened was it would get up to the top and then just stop like slam all the way to the bottom and people got killed (laughs) so it was closed for years and they reopened it in 2014 and i wrote it that's the only time i wrote it and literally the next week it happened again an old lady died oh no closed it again and i think it just it just reopened reopened. like a year so are we going yeah i'll go it's kind of fun well i was trying because my brother's going to be in town and andrea hopefully we can do this but i Apparently, you can really string together a great, like, creepy, historically haunted uh, pub crawl, essentially. Yeah, I'm bet. in. I'm so into it. So one of the first stops, I think, and especially anyone visiting L.A. from here. So, And I'm bad about this. And I think I decided, listen, I've lived here three years. I have not done any historic tour. I've not gotten into, like, old L.A. And I don't think it's touristy shit at all. I think mm-hmm. it's no. great to be, a, you know, a resident and know more history because this, this city is amazing. But especially especially if you like a uh, little little um, dark twist on your history. The Biltmore Hotel. You stayed there. You stayed there. Okay, cool. So uh, this is, sorry, this is a farting chair. So the Biltmore <laughs> Hotel, it's one of the original luxury hotels in LA. And it's a world of chandeliers, staircases, and afternoon tea. And so it stood in for the Hotel Sedgwick in 1984's Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, rad. They, they, catch, right? they catch Slimer there and it looks yep. exactly the same. Yes. Yeah, the ceiling is exactly the so same. So I'm an idiot, and I just found that out, and I am, like, the biggest original Ghostbusters fan ever, so... The prom from Pretty in Pink is in there. Oh, my God. Really? I yep. love it. They shoot... So. And anything that's set in New York that they shoot oh, in LA, got just feels. the Biltmore. And the high okay. tea is actually really fun to go to. It's, like, they do it on Saturday, Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. and it's, like, full high tea, but the room they do that in, it's been in Mad Men a bunch. Okay, uh, yeah. It's it's been a ton of movies, and the Oscars used to be held. Right, I knew like that. Pre, yeah. Pre-party or like yeah. yeah, little pre-event things. So there are tons of ghost stories just in general at the Biltmore, and it is technically the last sighting of Elizabeth Short before she was murdered and sectioned. Yep. And the pool is supposed to be haunted there, Ooh. and the pool is really cool. It's in the sub basement, and it was designed. What is a sub basement? It's like a way under a basement. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. But why? I don't know. And it was designed based on the. This is weird. Based on the pool on the Titanic. So it's this that art, that and that ship had great yes, luck. Yes, and it's this great art energy. deco kind of creepy like cat people pool in the basement. <laughs> and every time, and it's nice, but there was no one ever down there. And it's this beautiful art deco pool way in the basement. You can go down there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you stay Use there, you can go on the thing. Yeah, let's go do it. Jesus you can get Christ. cheap nights there too. Like you okay. can get a night for like you know on one like hot wire or something for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, and I would do that. It's kind of nice to just go and be haunted I feel like inviting <laughs> yeah oh my god well they of course serve a Black Dahlia cocktail yep which is great which I want to go drink a Black Dahlia because I'm a dark fucked up human so okay this one's really fun for Andrew and I too so there used to be a place in Union Station where the trains would come in downtown it was called Tracks Bar before yep. it just got new ownership only a few years ago now it's called the Streamliner but Prior to all that, it was uh, a breezeway attached to a, an original Fred Harvey house, which we've talked ad nauseum about the Harvey girls mm-hmm. and the whole like dawn of the railway taking young women west and mm-hmm. them building careers, opening restaurants. Like, single ladies, all the single ladies. All the single ladies wear 15 pounds of cloth <laughs> and seem virginable, virginal and marryable yep. and whatever. But so this is like double amazing because we're obsessed with Harvey girls. And we can go see some of the, you know, remaining glory of a Harvey house. But then the bar is still open just under new ownership. So this Union Station bar, almost 80 years old at this point, maybe, does that seem right? It yeah. seems like it'd be even older. Well, the bar might not have been. Maybe the, that yeah, yeah, okay. But so what's really cool is you can go and sit, have cocktails, and literally watch people coming and going, pulling yeah. in and out of the station, which is rad. So, okay, in a 1943 dining car, Okay, in 1943, dining car cook Robert E. Lee Folks, that's an interesting name. Robert E. Lee Folks. Robert- <laughs> <Love her. laughs> 
<laughs> so he was arrested on his arrival at Union Station and charged with murdering his newlywed wife. They were headed from Seattle. She never showed up in Los Angeles. Mm. So he offed her. So that was one haunted train arrival that happened. And then barely a year later, and this is arriving at Union Station, an antique black trunk that arrived from Chicago was opened. And the body of who is known as Jane Doe 13 was found inside. That is a horrifying thing when you go yeah. to baggage claim. Well, I just want to know about the other 12 yeah right they also or like was it just that at that station so then all the stations had like their (laughs) their own tally of jane does and trunks and they have like the it's been so many days since we've had yeah i know i was was, was thinking so (laughs) frightening back to zero what you know we up to now uh (laughs) 13 robert e lee folks (laughs) (laughs) But that's so frightening. She was eventually identified and, you know, connected to the murder was her bigamous husband who thankfully got justice and was arrested. But like, just imagine. I mean, there are already so many horrifying deaths affiliated with railway just in general. And then to have like trunks arriving with like, oh, cool, a dead lady. Especially then, like any any place that was a hub of transportation. Oh, forget it. You're going to have. All kinds of people going through there to get to other places for various reasons. Uh, also, Blade Runner shot there. Oh, in that station? <laughs> yeah. That station is, I love that you know everything and you don't live here. For LA haunts, even though the list goes on and on and on, um, the Magic Castle. Yeah. Where you're going to be on the offshoot of yep. it somewhere later today. Yes. The Magic Castle. Okay. We all know I have qualms with this place. I, I take issue with it. Because um, it's too exclusive. It It is that. <laughs> But their dress code, I was, yep. I look nicer than everyone there. But like the, the concierge like touched the fabric yeah. of the shirt I was wearing and was like, "You're wearing a tank top," and I was like, "No, I'm not." And they're like, "No cotton allowed," sort of thing. It was, it was like How a weird. body suit tucked into like a really nice like slim skirt and I had yeah. a beautiful piece of like it was so. I looked fucking great. I had to wear right? borrowed pants there. Well, they gave me. <laughs> so it's not just like no. women who are persecuted no. in this nope. place. No. Thank God, but they gave me a gigantic men's suit jacket yep. that I could not remove from my outfit the whole night. It was July, yep. and their air conditioning was not working. I was furious. You know, I was very insulted, yeah. and then I was like warm, and they're like, yeah. "We're watching you. Don't yeah. do it. We'll we'll kick you out if you take this. We'll teleport you right out of here. Whatever." So the big thing with the Magic Castle, which I'm like, I think it's haunted with nerds Mm -hmm. uh, more than anything, but they have the haunted piano. Mm -hmm. That's the big, her name's Irma, Mm. and you walk up to the piano in the Magic Castle, you just say any song, and the piano starts playing it. And they're like, it's a ghost. And I'm like, yeah, it's a magic magic theory. Exactly. Oh, fuck. Can I just say, speaking of like, it wasn't creepy, but it was so great that we had an uh, open Last week on our host episode, we were talking about Siri and how her name should be like, I'm Siri. Are you sure you want to go And so I was listening to the podcast on my, in my car and it was like, hey, Siri. And, and fucking Siri started working in my car. Because I, um, I listen to my own podcast in my car. You got, it's called QC and baby quality control. Got to do it. You have to know for references. I just found it. I, I, I wonder if it's happened to anybody else. If it Ooh. has, let us know. <laughs> let us know everything, listeners. Uh, yeah, so I kind of call bullshit on this. Fucking... Yeah, that's not a real haunting. That's not. A, I'm not, I'm like, Also, it's, it's a... not. It's magic. It's not it's, haunting. That's like me going, there's this great place. It's in Disneyland. <laughs> and it's a haunted mansion. <laughs> and there's this ghost there. And he has a hat box. I shot chair and then I sat and then there was a ghost in <laughs> yeah, me with yeah. a chair that photobomb which I think is we should do like photobombing ghosts all over which yeah. I think is funny. There's a lot of people say that there's like a woman's face they see in a crystal it, ball. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Which fun story that is a local uh like a local California resident that is their grandmother. Yep. And she's been deceased for obviously a long time. That's but it's rad. her voice and her face and they go quote unquote visit grandma. Oh and, which in a lot of ways yeah. is a ghost. Right? Which is pretty cool but she, I think she's the, on the way out. She's always like, goodbye. Yeah. Come again. I love the Haunted Mansion. Okay, you guys, uh, this episode is still almost a week away from Halloween. So like we said before, if you've got a spooky haunted uh, bar, restaurant, 
situation happening, uh, send us a story. We'd love to read it. And uh, Ken, you've been amazing. Oh, thank you for having We'd me. We'd love to have yeah. you on again whenever you're in town. It's been so fun. I know you've got more stories. Yeah, you've really <laughs> set the bar for our new Sorry, format. Yes. Is all I'm well, seriously, sorry, everyone. really great first guest for the for the uh, new format. Um, so I prepped you for this. If you have it, we have a little segment we like to do called "Here's a Tip." Here's a tip: mm -hmm. uh, Never order seafood at a restaurant, <laughs> just at all, <laughs> even at a seafood restaurant. Uh, I've worked in too many, and they're how they're like, "Oh, don't order it on Sunday or whatever." Well, right, just don't at all ever. Like I've seen. At like high end uh, seafood restaurants, like the cutting out worms from fish and and like especially swordfish, don't ever swordfish. Dirty, you know? no marlin. Yeah, swordfish is just like a mm. bottom feeder that's like filled with parasites. I yeah. didn't know. I don't order swordfish. Yeah, but I I, I yeah. didn't. They're know. like shark. They're like real sharky fish. Right? Yeah, yeah. But They're the Roomba of yes. the ocean. Yeah, yeah. and they always have it at like big steakhouses. They'd be like, "Oh, swordfish steak," and I'm like, "That's a garbage fish." Like you're eating a you're eating a dumpster fish. <laughs> but were they were they also like tilapia is like it's just it's nothing. Yeah. It's like it's not even it has no nutrients. Yeah. There are like no benefits. It... <laughs> what about halibut? Halibut's probably okay. Halibut's yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Halibut's great. Bluefish is actually very good. Okay. But it's hard to cook. But yeah, most seafood in most restaurants, not so good. Oh yeah. I hate you. I'm haunted by that tip. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. It's the only thing I would like. It has to be a ridiculously nice restaurant. I trust sushi. Yeah, most sushi places are all right. <laughs> I'm going to keep eating it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whatever. Whatever Don't, doesn't kill you. Hey, listen, I, I didn't ask to see how the bag is boiled. All right. Uh, Bring it back home. Um, all right, you guys, thanks for listening once again. Uh, you guys can find us on Instagram at Side Work Podcast. Same with Twitter at Side Work Podcast. And please subscribe, rate, review, smash that button for five stars. We <laughs> love it. It helps, I think. I don't know. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't, doesn't hurt. hurt. It doesn't hurt, you know. Uh, and definitely check out TV Guidance Counselor. And you guys can find us on the Himalaya app. Follow us there if you like what you're hearing. Uh, we do it out of the good of our hearts. And you want to leave us a little quote-unquote tip, you can do it. If it's two bucks, hey, that's awesome. I had a dream that there was money um, the other day, and I called Andrea, Andrea very excitedly. I was like, we got our first tip. Guys, turns out I dreamed that. Um, <laughs> we'll get a $400 you know tip, it's though. It's true. It, maybe we will. This is a dream that could uh, come true. Uh, and I promise we are working on some new uh, additional premium sort of content. We're going to start talking about Are we bonus. doing a pledge drive? Is this our pledge no, drive time? it's not. I'm just, <laughs> I'm really excited. We're, I'm excited that we're going for some new stuff. I feel like we're, we're getting into a good groove. And I feel like somewhere in the future, there is room for a bonus sort of extra weekly episode. I think we can get there. So, all right. We love you guys. Keep listening. Tell your server co-workers about the podcast. Yeah. That's how it works because you guys are the best. All right. Godspeed. And good, and tips. good tips, babies. Hey, guys. Fun news about Sidework Podcast. You can now listen to us exclusively on the Himalaya app and anywhere else you're already streaming your podcast. But if you listen to us, on Himalaya, which is a free app you can go find in your app store and listen to everything else you already normally listen to, we start to get paid, which helps us continue to bring you fun content. Plus, we're going to start doing bonus content for people who want to pay a little extra for live streaming videos, special episodes, maybe some tickets to some live shows we're going to start doing for servers only. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks again for listening and check out Himalaya. Thank you.